0: welcome to the True Patriot Outfitters podcast, folks. Before we get going too far here, please—if you have not yet—please go smash that subscribe button. It is a huge, huge help to us. Easy for you, super big deal for us. Um, if uh, make sure always on any of these podcasts, if you got any questions, comments, you like it or not, mash the like button, throw a comment, tell me to shut up, whatever you want um, to do. Just any of that interaction piece, and of course subscribing. Uh, Is a massive massive help to us creating that value on the channel and uh, invite your friends and your family members to subscribe as well So this is the season two finale folks and um It's been uh, We've been pretty quiet on the podcast here uh, lately just as we work out the kinks on how to balance out the life of tournament angling uh, during the the hot and heavy season when we're traveling so much um you know, going through and, and maintaining that stuff. And, and and then, of course, you know, shooting the podcast, recording, going through production uh, with that. And then our work with the Romans Warrior Foundation, making sure we're balancing all this, not to mention have to uh, maintain a home life. Uh, so it's been it's been a challenge, but I think we've we've figured out some uh, some good schedule and some stuff that we should be bringing you for the 2023 uh, year and season three will be have a lot more consistent and we'll be having quite a bit of content that we're we're banking up in our library here so hopefully you folks will dig that uh, season two finale that just feels weird to even say man but uh, man it's been a ride um, the, those of you who have subscribed and, and listen to us out there and watch us out there that we can't thank you enough much love to you guys this has been uh, this has been pretty awesome uh, to, to say the least to see how quickly we've Growing, um, very organic in its growth, and uh, and just uh, some really, really great supporters out there. We love you guys quite a bit. So we got a ton to cover on this bad boy because we have been so quiet so without further ado let's go ahead and get into it news around the fishing industry of course um we're a little late to the game on this but if you haven't been on on any social media or heard anything in the news weightgate uh the the walleye guys with uh, stuff and egg weights in their fish to to claim some money um very glad to see that these these boneheads are going to be uh, getting felony charges thrown against them as they should um you know just for the for the principle of the matter beyond the fact of the sheer hundreds of thousands of dollars that they were um basically stealing and when you combine the monies invested by all their competitors um that that price tag goes through the roof Um, folks it's not cheap to try to compete some of those, uh, especially on the bigger trails like that one, um, they're battling for a hundred grand. All that tells you is, yeah, that's a huge price, but it probably cost them, you know, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars just to get there and try to compete uh, against that. So it's uh, this is a pretty serious deal. So hopefully they they throw the throw the book at these jokers and uh, and get rid of them and keep our sports uh, fishing side of thing keep it clean. Doesn't matter what species it is. Uh, keep it clean uh, so that we have fair, fair deals. Speaking on the controversy side, the last Bass Nation kayak, the National Kayak Professional Series, at Pickwick was won by Drew Gregory. It was then contested, and with the evidence given to the the panel at the time, um, they basically bass disqualified Drew. Um, Drew appealed that and then had his chance to go in and provide his evidence to show uh, that he did not violate the rules. Um, and they saw in his favor that he did not. Uh, uh, the, uh, the process seemed to be pretty, um, I guess, pretty fair. It seemed to be pretty robust. Uh, it's good to know there is a process in place. If there's ever anything in question on the kayak side um, that, that went on there, and at the very least, my personal opinion towards this is, I think Bass, uh should take away from this is that they need to look at the rules um, and clearly define them, because I think that is more than likely at the heart of this. I don't have any detail anywhere internally on this, but just a few tidbits that were dropped in the article left me scratching my head wondering, wow, um, is that even possible? And so, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, there were no rules violated. The rules were adhered to. Uh, Drew uh, is a hell of a stick. He's a hell of a human being, great guy. He's been very transparent and forthcoming during this entire process. Uh, Love seeing that. Um, So he wins the Pickwick event and he won the first ever Bass Kayak Angler of the Year Award, which is uh, pretty prestigious, pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, so it should be an interesting deal. Speaking of bass, we are awaiting the schedule uh, from them for the 2023. We would like to get involved in as many of those as we can, uh, for sure. Uh, so we're, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later in the show here. Um, but that's uh, really what we're waiting on. KBF hasn't released its schedule yet. Um, uh, so we'll have to see how all that pans out. One uh, interesting Piece uh, that if you go way, 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 way back in some of my earlier podcasts, um, you will recall something that I had said. There's always been the debate on the bass boat side at the pro highest level, the Bass Pro Tour and the elites. There's always been the debate about, you know, five fish in a live well, bringing them to the scales like bass does, or the Bass Pro Tour, which is a catch, weigh, release immediately. Um, they go back in, and in most of their events, every fish, you know, above a pound or above two pounds, counts towards their total each each deal. Well, that's really created a, a divide, if you will, amongst a lot of the fans out there. Some people want to see the fish at the scales, and they, and they think that's, you know, it's going for the five biggest. That's, that's what determines the best angler. Some people think... You know, the the angler that can get on the most fish and accumulate more total weight over the course of of a day um, is, uh, you know, a better measure of that skill set. At the end of the day, um, both are are amazing formats. Both highlight different skills um, through and through. No one is easier than the other. Um, Each have their ups and their downs, uh, you know, through this. That is truly my opinion on this. and each have their challenges, man, uh, that go, go with it there. So there's, there's arguable claims, both, both sides of this thing. But I've said long, long time ago that if, if, if the Bass Pro Tour and MLF, Major League Fishing, wanted to strike a, uh, some common ground, why not go to a, uh, Catch, you know, as many fish above the, the, you know, two pound mark as you want. But at the end of the day, the only thing they're giving credit for is their five biggest. Still do catchway release, still preserve the fisheries, still maintain that, you know, conservation uh, priority. But then at the end of the day, like I said, maybe that five big fish. Or there's been others that said do the five big and then uh, they get to keep one keeper uh, that they bring in to show. Uh, Me personally, I think catch away release all the way through and just go with your five. The reason I say that is in the kayak game, we've been doing that for a lot of years and it works. We do catch photo release um, based because we don't go off of weight. We go off of total length on the fish. So a catch photo release setup, you know, provides that. And then we're only giving credit for our five longest fish uh, that we get. Um, And so this is, you know, the reason i bring that up is because many of the bass pro tour guys have been asking this very question to their fans what do you prefer more on their social media channels so clearly it's on the the radar with mlf they're watching it closely they're they're trying to drive you know fan support higher and see if they could pull in a few more um you know on that side so who knows what 2023 will hold it'll be it'll be interesting to say the least speaking of 2022 and uh you know the the, the season itself um our tourney season was uh, uh our rookie season in the kayak game and to say it was a blast would be an understatement and um we focused primarily on the all-american kayak series last year which is a a, a national trail that travels the midwest um, against some of the best hooks uh, in the country and then, of course, our local one that we focused primarily on was the Colorado Kayak Bassmasters. Um, we have two great clubs in the state uh, that, are, uh, that are super fun. Uh, the big one is the Colorado Kayak Fishing Club. Um, the, the only reason we didn't fish more of that on the local scene is just, quite frankly, they don't permit motors. And uh, we're, a, we're a motor guy. We're a propulsion guy on our new canoe. And so that's uh, that's kind of where that uh, that went. Colorado Kayak Bassmasters also offers a pathway to the Bass uh, Nation uh, Kayak Classic, um, which that is. Uh, the, our objective is to fish at the highest possible level. We can go against the, the best you know kayak anglers in the country, and so that's what we're aiming for. That's where we spend our money and our time so our season man we wrapped it all up um rookie season colorado kayak bass masters we ended up like 12th in points um out of uh, out of an awesome field and our all-american Kayakers, we ended up 19th in points um all-american we we qualified there for uh the all-american kayak classic which is a huge huge event we're super stoked for so we're going to be fishing that in 2023 um the Colorado Kayak Bassmasters are also an affiliate club of the All-American and so even through their uh, point system I qualified there also for the uh, um, All-American uh, Kayak Classic. So we're going to be going and representing the Colorado Kayak Bassmasters as part of our, our team. They do a little side deal uh, as far as uh, the teams out there. Obviously the MoYag team is the team to beat. I mean, it's their backyard, right? Uh, we're we're going to have to go into their backyard and try to Put up some fish and uh, and do some you know do some work there. So hopefully we'll see how that all pans out. That's at Truman Lake in Missouri. We've been there several times. Excited to go back. Should be a ton of fun. It's in April uh, when this happens again. So very similar to last uh, last season. But yeah, man, we uh, we feel really good. Uh, some of our notable deals: couple big bass um, uh, trophies that we picked up for. Uh, the a couple events uh, one in the colorado kayak bass masters we picked up a big bass for that uh, for one of their events and then we did a a big bass for one of the all-americans same place we did big bass we got third place for the uh, all-american at lewis and clark uh, which had a ton of fun there very challenging fishery i love the fact that it was an extremely challenging place to to work and yet we were able to still show uh you know show out there um, to be honest with you, that was a culmination of being very, very busy. That was the third week in a row that we had been going to an event. Uh, we started by going to Kansas. I'm sorry. We started by going to Nebraska for the CKB. Then we went to the All-American in Wilson, Kansas, uh, and then came right back and went back up north to, to north Nebraska. Um, and these were all like three weekends back to back. Man, it was uh, It was a ton of fun super super cool uh very busy but that really got us in a good rhythm and and that lewis and clark deal hit us right at the right time we were able to make adjustments and do what we needed to do there come real close to second place and uh, with a couple culls could have could have made a run at first so a lot of good momentum on that we closed the season out with a bass event at pickwick um that was an amazing awesome awesome time to get down there be close to our uh uh founder of the Romans Warrior Foundation and uh, all their uh, their workings down there. That was cool to get down there, um, see them. We had a little barbecue with some vets, first responders there at the Airbnb that night. That was a lot of fun um, on Thursday night uh, when we were down there. Spent the weekend with uh, the real deal himself, Mr. Josh Deal, and uh, uh, His buddy that travels with him quite a bit out there, another pro on the bass scene, uh, Captain Crispy, old Dan Kay. Spent time with those two uh, awesome, awesome human beings and had a blast down there. Looking forward to the possibility of fishing with him again in the future. So we'll have to see how that pans out. So, and on the tip of shout outs, something I wanted to do in this episode here was to throw some shout-outs to a few companies that we're not sponsored by, but that we have had amazing, amazing uh, experiences working with. Um, Each year you hear me talk about our sponsors. Obviously they're the ones that make it possible for us to keep, you know, rolling down the road on the fishing side. Um, Without them we couldn't do what we do. And along the way we work with some other companies that we're maybe not sponsored with, but they deserve, you know, some recognition piece. So I want to get to that um, and and throw that out there uh, with with a, a list of some of these companies. But before I do that, I got some cool, cool news on my way to Pickwick. So Pickwick is about a 19, 18 and a half, 19 hour drive, okay, from where I'm at. Um, so it was a long, long haul. We were on the road by the time you calculated in us stopping for gas, some food... Um, and trying to get a few Z's where we could, man, we uh, we were on the road for about 24 hours there. It was a long haul. But but on my way out, when we were in Kansas, actually, I got a phone call uh, from my son, and it was in regards to um, his tryouts with uh, with one of our local uh, uh, local colleges here for hockey. He is a hockey nut, and I made a point to record. Uh, a quick, uh, I guess, review of that from the road. Um, I apologize for any of the bouncing camera, any of the background noise, or whatever. We weren't really prepared for that, but I wanted to kind of capture that because it was uh, just an amazing, super cool moment um, for me as a dad to, to watch my kid, you know, really realize uh, a lot of his hard work and effort, seeing it come together, and now knowing that he's got even harder work ahead of him it was super cool so uh, what I wanted to do I'm gonna go ahead and roll that here we're gonna uh, stuff that in and then uh, when we come back we'll uh, we'll get on those shout outs there so stick with us here hope you enjoy this little quick segment hey what's happening guys so I am driving down the road I just got a phone call here Um, I apologize if I'm gonna stumble over my words I am on cloud nine right now with excitement and pride and just super stoked my son just called me um, to let me know some stuff so let me set the table this is going to be a little bit of a story here so stick with me but this, this announcement is, is worth the story um, and I'm going to abbreviate a lot of this stuff here um, my son uh, who is now 20 years old living in Colorado um, going to going to college at Metro State University Denver Roadrunners. runners. My son has been very athletic his entire life. Um, since he was literally not, he couldn't even walk yet, hockey grabbed his attention. Um, he literally would be glued to the Avalanche, Colorado Avalanche, when they would come on the TV. Uh, and when a commercial would happen, the look on his face of confusion, he'd look at me and he'd just, you know, mutter sounds because he couldn't talk yet. But you could tell what he was trying to say is what happened to that cool stuff that was on the TV. And then it would come back from commercial, and bang, he's glued back on it again. Um, keep in mind that little toddler, he couldn't talk, he couldn't walk yet. But man, that sure grabbed his attention, uh, what he was seeing on that screen. Um, he played some inline hockey as a kid, as a young, young, young. Uh, Guy and played at a pretty high level. His sister played hockey with him. Both of them excelled pretty well. They both were were fantastic at inline hockey. Um, uh, They they got into it because I was playing inline uh, and doing some some uh, goalie clinics, teaching kids and adults some goalie work. And um, the you know it just was a natural progression to have them. They just joined me down at the rink. Next thing you know, they're playing in recreational then they're playing club and we're going around tournaments and these kids are winning medals left and right Um, and yeah so at any rate uh, we got out to Minnesota Um, the hockey scene not exactly what we anticipated it to be Um, I've coached for a lot of years coached for 18 years football primarily and did some assistant coaching and goalie coaching uh, in hockey and was also a throws coach in track and field and uh, I can tell you that the hockey scene out there at the younger levels and right up until high school piece there is... uh it's, it's garbage in my personal opinion. Uh, it teaches the wrong things, it sends the wrong message, and it really separates out the, the kids that don't have resources available to them that others do. That ends up being a major player in who gets the chance to play hockey, which should not be uh, whatsoever. But at any rate, bottom line is, my son um, tried out for the ninth grade... Uh, in ninth grade, he tried out for the high school team and was cut. Um, and this hit him because, keep in mind, this is a very athletic, very uh, accomplished uh, young athlete at this point. He, in 8th grade, uh, was playing ninth grade football, was pulled up to play on the line, of all things. He was bigger than the average uh, bear. Uh, Pretty strong for his size. Um, Ninth grade, he played JV ball. And as a tenth grader, the young man uh, earned, a couple games into the season, earned a starting position on the defensive line as a defensive end in our our football scheme. Um, And before anyone asked, no, I was not the coach. Um, I I made sure to stay away from coaching him at uh, high school level. Uh, I wanted him to have his own experience bottom line is he's very athletic and and was very good at what he you know bigger kids with dexterity in football as coaches we really look for that if you can be a bigger stronger kid and you know how to use your hands and feet man you are valuable and that's the way he was um and so to be cut from hockey with his hockey iq that he has which is better than the average bear um it hit him pretty hard uh it hit him real hard so he never played high school hockey whatsoever It remained in his blood. He played, you know, through sports. Fast forward, we move out here uh, back home to Colorado. Um, He started playing again, getting back on his skates, working at a hockey pro shop, Rocket Skate, uh, in Colorado here. And he just started dedicating himself to getting back on the ice and getting his feet underneath him, getting his skating going. And he was playing, you know, five out of seven days a week kid was back on the rink and playing at beer league to to more competitive, you know, levels. It didn't matter to him. As long as he could get on the ice, that's all he wanted to do. He went and tried out for MSU, and uh, keep in mind, the Roadrunners program, in um, in their division, their level of hockey there, they're a very successful program. Um several several championships back to back back seasons I think at three feet so a solid group of, of hockey players great, great program and that's really what Ryan decided he wanted to go after was he didn't want to go get on a, um, a young up and coming group he wanted to go be with the best of the best and that's where he wanted to compete so he tries out he did not make it Um, however the coach left him with a ton of encouragement coach told him in most cases nine times out of ten I'm putting you on the roster because I think there's potential for you and room for you here to grow and be a part and be a a role player with our club however he had um, a large number of very good hockey players that were returning as well like juniors seniors and as he told my son can't really bench them to put in a true freshman so remember you have several years ahead of you of eligibility i want you to stay in shape get better here and here and show back up next season and try out again because you know good chance you you keep going where you're going and college is going good um we'll get you on this roster so i was a little worried how my son was going to take that. right um two times he try out for hockey at uh at a higher level and you know to get cut twice but i gotta tell you um, I told my wife this I was unbelievably impressed with the way my son came came home uh, while he's in college he, he's basically living in our basement and, um, he's got his, his crib set up downstairs in the basement and so when he came home and was talking with us about this it struck me at that point that wow this young man really has grown up and uh just was super, super proud of him, um, for just the way he handled that adversity. It's what I had always hoped for both of my kids, that they understood that life isn't fair. Um, it doesn't mean we have a pessimistic view. It just means we understand that things aren't going to always go our way, and it's how we react to that that defines us. It's, it's, do we give up, do we cash in, or do we stick with it, and we find a way to work around that and use that as a motivator. And this is what he did. He, he did that. Without anybody saying anything, this was this young man at the age of 19, this was him making that decision to handle it that way. He didn't skip a beat, he went back to playing hockey as much as he could everywhere else, and he got himself registered for school got everything taken care of uh, on that end and started his classes. And said, you know what? I'm just gonna focus on school for this year and I'll be ready to go hit it next year. Get my butt in even better shape. Get, you know, get on my skates even better. And I'll you know, leave no stone unturned before next season. My son just called me. The coach just contacted him literally Ten minutes ago, fifteen minutes ago, I said, "Hey, some things have taken place. I want you on the roster." I'm sorry. I know what this means to him. I know how much this has to be hitting him, and I know the positivity piece—what this is going to do for him. So dad, y'all, that's all you can ask for. The kids go out there and they bust their butt, they work hard, they stay positive no matter what comes their way. And when opportunities arise, they capture them. They go after it. They don't run away from the opportunity, even though it's scary as hell, they engage it. Now, if any of you follow me on social media, you know there's been something that just recently happened. This young man, the day before his birthday, literally the night before his birthday, went into the boards really, really bad. We've had multiple x-rays and an MRI done. Bottom line is what has come out of it is he's got some torn ligaments uh, and a high ankle. So this kid gets a call from his coach telling him, I want you on the roster, how soon can you get down here? And my son has to tell this this man, tell the head coach, Coach, I have torn ligaments in my foot. I'm I, I can't even be on my feet. I can't put any weight on that foot until at least October 31st. This coach says, "Well, I'll tell you what. There's going to be a hell of a lot of season left after you get done through that. So you keep me up to speed with what's going on in text, and we're gonna we'll get together." when when you're ready to go. I don't know who this coach is. I'm not I, I've never met him, but I'll tell you what, he's got my respect because if he has any clue what he just did for this young man, my son, um, he should be proud of himself regardless of wins, losses, because he's gonna affect my son for the rest of his life with just this opportunity and this this level of uh, commitment piece that he's willing to give my son, because I promise you this, I know Ryan, he's going to give every last ounce of his blood, sweat, and tears to that hockey team and to his fellow teammates. He may be lacking in certain areas on the skill set-wise right now, but I promise you this, he'll be on par with it very, very soon, and above all, like I said, what you will never be able to question is this young man's heart his grit or his desire to be part of that team. He'll walk through a wall for that head coach at this point, man. So, officially, unofficially, we just got the word that this young man just got rostered at the collegiate level of hockey. He is now going to go play uh, as soon as we get him back on his feet. He is now going to be himself a collegiate hockey player, which has been since this kid couldn't even talk, it's been a dream of his. I apologize, getting a little emotional here. This is the dad in me. I'm just so goddamn proud of him right now. For everything, his hard work, his tenacity. There's a lot this young man has gone through, so this is just awesome, awesome stuff. So, I'll send you back to the podcast now, I'm sure, but my boy's a hockey player at the college level and it's not because it was ever handed to him whatsoever. This young man has earned every chance he's got, and now what's going to be even better is watching him prove to that coach and to that team why he belongs there. This is going to be some fun stuff, y'all. Get ready because we'll definitely be having some some hockey stuff hitting our social media very soon. Tie lines, y'all. Much love. Be safe. And welcome back. I hope you uh, hope you dug that uh, and uh, found that uh, at the very least entertaining. Kind of kind of movie it was. Uh, like I said it's a pretty cool deal. We're we're very very proud of him uh, and, uh, and super excited about the future. I'm Sure, you'll be seeing plenty of pictures, uh, MSU Roadrunners hockey um, after after he gets uh, gets healed up completely, 100%, and is ready to get back on the ice. So should be cool to see. So, as we said before the break here, we're doing, I wanted to do some shout outs. First and foremost, shout out I wanted to throw out here. And the reason I'm shouting these guys out is uh, maybe, you know, tenfold. Um, number one, it's a, it's an amazing, solid company. Number two, it's an example of, you know, the, the uh, American spirit, if you will, in taking something that looked to be dead and bringing it back to life. And then doing it in such a way that just makes you proud uh, to be associated on any level with them, even if only just a customer. Um, And that's five by three fishing. Oops, this one. Five by three fishing. Um, You know, for those of you who are unaware or didn't watch some of our previous podcasts, five by three uh, is a a philosophy. Sorry, my phone's buzzing out there. It's a philosophy. And it, it basically encompasses that of the tournament angler. Um... What it stands for is uh, five fish by three o'clock, getting them in the live well. That's the that's the whole whole principle there. And, you know, no excuses. We got to go out, and get our limit, and get her done. Um, and it took the fishing industry by storm, man. Uh, it flat out did. And then the previous owners kind of uh, ran into some troubles, this and that. Customer service was rough. There wasn't some, wasn't a great bit of honesty being told to customers. And um, man, it looked like Five by Three was done. Uh, they they burst on, they blew up on the scene, and then it looked like as quick as they got here, they were going out. Um, the new owners picked this this company up because they believed in the philosophy, they believed in the apparel, and and what could be done with it if it was run properly and they brought it back to life man cpr and bang um five by three sponsors a pair of my very uh you know very good friends in the industry and doug chapman and josh deal uh they sponsor those those guys and uh and help them on you know fulfill their dreams out there and uh, any company that's supporting the fishing industry and does awesome work supplies awesome products um their their stuff you know is fantastic and then at the end of the day like i said man the the new owners they're just they're they're good people man Uh, they're good people with uh with a a great deal to offer out there and so yeah huge shout out to those guys um they've been gracious enough to help uh you know repost a lot of our social media stuff that we're doing for them out there and that is a huge huge help to us um as they have a massive following and that is uh that's a that's a good deal so big shout outs to those guys and again before i get rolling too much further none of these companies that i'm that i'm talking about here are sponsors of ours okay it's just companies that we've worked with um, that we that believe deserve um, you know throughout 13 fishing um if you've seen the review that we put up there uh on their fishing rods you understand why i'm giving a shout out to those guys great prices great product great service can't go wrong with it man um you know, there's uh, they they sell a lot of product. Thirteen Fishing is around every corner. They're not small; they're a pretty good sized company. But uh, man, when you're uh, when you have good customer service like these guys do, um, and uh, you're willing to sell good product at a, at a reasonable price, you make it you make it possible for the average everyday person out there working a nine to five to actually get good fishing gear in their hands that they can they can do some solid work with. And then they back their products, man. That's uh, that's a big deal. So Thirteen Fishing. Uh, shout out to those guys, Amped Outdoors. Uh, Amped worked with us on the nonprofit side, and uh, from the competitive side, um, I can tell you, uh, I have been blown away. Um, the nonprofit side, they gave us some 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 uh, some deals to help us get a few things, uh, a few batteries in some of our kayaks here for the for the Romans Warrior Foundation piece, um, which was which was huge. And on the competitive side, which is the, something separate for me. Um, I rely on Amped Outdoors, dude. Uh, their, their batteries are phenomenal. Their company is phenomenal, standing behind. Website filled with information for those of you who like to geek out like I do and, and make sure you have the real story behind it. Um, the batteries, the two that... I uh, have three total Amped Outdoor batteries that, that we can uh, utilize. I run two. Uh, one for my electronics, one for the motor propulsion. And I got to tell you, they have just been uh, just an uh, absolute rock, uh, just solid for us out there. Fast charging, great power all day long, um, lightweight, built quality, and backed by an awesome, awesome company. So Amped Outdoors, big shout out to them. Shields and Johnstown, without their support of the field ops division, we wouldn't be where we're at as far as, you know, Uh, having all the gear and everything that we have. Um, And then, of course, uh, we're having the Wall of Remembrance. It's coming there in November here. You don't want to miss that. Come join us out there. Shields, Johnstown, Colorado. Um, and just shields for backing all of the outdoor. They they sponsor the Colorado Kayak Bassmasters uh, to a degree. They uh, sponsor the Colorado Kayak Fishing Club. They support a lot of these clubs out there and a lot of the anglers, and that's just huge, man. Um, they're also another bigger store, but they're a bigger store that's really dug into their local community. They do a ton, ton for nonprofits out there, which is uh, something they don't they don't really advertise too much, but for those of us that know about it, it is something really really special Um, speaking of the colorado kayak fishing club um, they are a an awesome organization we're we're blessed to have two phenomenal clubs in our state colorado kayak fishing club is one of them Um, they have uh, multi-species tournaments they have um, bass only tournaments beyond that they have a very welcoming uh, environment where people can learn the sport learn kayak from safety education fishing um, and uh, do so in an environment filled with very experienced anglers to very novice anglers. Um, it's a cool, cool deal. Um, a lot of the tournaments, you know, they want to be very friendly to the, to the brand new folks so they can partake, um, which that's what they've created there, which is, which is awesome. Um, highly encourage if you're into kayak fishing on any site, even if you don't want to tournament fish. Totally cool. Get uh, look them up online. Colorado Kayak Fishing Club. Check them out. Um, become a member because one of the other pieces that they do each year with their membership and in their in their tournaments, they raise money for a local area nonprofit. Um, and uh, what you know, something in Colorado is what they what they do. So it's not just fishing and camaraderie. They also try to give back to their local communities uh, in, in one way, fashion or another. And that, uh, in and of itself, is something super cool. The Colorado Kayak Masters, big shout out to them, man. Uh, definitely, um, it follows the bass rules of competition here. I will tell you that every, every angler that I've gone up against in the CKB is just a flat out hammer, man. They are, they are hooks. Um, and what an awesome, awesome crowd usually our captain's meeting is is done uh the night before you know our tournament starts and we end up all going out to a a local restaurant in whatever area we're in um spending time getting to know these people i've been blessed with uh making new friends along the way and uh the way the colorado kayak Bassmasters is run is is super super clean um in my opinion it's how the bass clubs Were meant to be run. Um, That's what it should be. You know, it's an environment of highly experienced anglers um, You know that any time we get into them if you've watched any of our other interviews out there Other people that are in there will agree You get into a field of 20 anglers CKB and all 20 have an actual legitimate shot of winning that thing Um, It's just they're that good. And so it's a it's a ton of fun and uh, we really appreciate Uh, that with its bass affiliation it's a pathway to the to the bass uh, classic kayak classic and that's uh, as as i've said before that is kind of our goal to get there Uh, the national series that we ran shout out to these guys the all-american kayak series again awesome destinations great fisheries that we go to run really really well great communication Um, and it's driven, you know, for the anglers out there, man. All American is a national professional series that travels the Midwest. So it makes it easier and shows a little bit of love, you know, for us West coast, but it's, it's common ground in all honesty, man. It's not just the deep South. It's not just the East coast. Um, you know, that's out there. We we go from St. Clair. to to, you know uh, like i said nebraska down to texas missouri arkansas iowa you name it man it's all through the midwest right in the center of the united states Um, and their their next year schedule looks phenomenal we're excited uh, to be fishing that next year bomber eyewear Um, if you saw my review on uh, on that with these guys here we're super stoked uh, that we have finally found um, a set of uh, polarized sunglasses with bifocals that are made of quality that are actually ANSI rated safety glasses. Um, those were my key points that I wanted to make sure of. Uh, in the event of an errant jig or a tungsten wink coming back at my face, we want to know that we've got safety rated uh, glasses and bomber eyewear. The bifocals are quality, quality through and through built into these things i'll tell you i went out fished with it the other uh the other day but horsed with, with my buddy i didn't need my readers uh, on whatsoever um it was phenomenal what a difference to only need one pair of polarized uh sunglasses um and not a set of polarized with some readers that was super super cool and they do it affordably like sixty buck range, seventy bucks. It's oh, it's phenomenal. You you can't go wrong with them. So we're super stoked with those guys. Of course, the MPAA, National Professional Anglers Association. We are a proud continued, uh, reoccurring member with those guys. Um, benefits they provide, the voice they give to the, uh, the 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 sport fishing anglers, be it guides, tournament anglers, uh, captains, whatever it may be. Um, the MPAA uh, is, is just is paramount if you're trying to make a living doing, doing what we're doing or something similar in the, in the sport fishing. And they are a, a solid, solid voice of its members when it comes to big issues that need to be brought into light. Um, if, you're, if you're in this business, you're doing that, I highly encourage you go sign up. 100 bucks a year, MPAA, National Professional Anglers Association. Uh, Last but not least on the company names out there, Paramount Printing. Paramount Printing is a company that actually fixed our wrap for us uh, when we had some issues done on our truck. They created the banner you see behind us here. Um, They've helped us with some logo work, um, and they do it at an affordable price that a small business can afford to actually pick up some advertising uh, essentials out there. They're on 120th uh, Avenue here in uh, the metro area. Paramount Printing and Graphics. Check them out. You can't go wrong with them. Fast turnaround, great products, um, and reasonably, reasonably priced for a small business budget, man. We're, we're stoked to uh, work with them further as we as we look to update our wrap on the truck and, uh, of course, then graphics for the Yak and anything else we're going to do. Last two shout-outs here. Josh Deal and then Captain Crispy Mr. Dan Kay himself um these two guys I we can't thank them enough for taking the time to to hang out with us dedicate their time on that Thursday night when we were down there at Pickwick um, to open up their coffers of knowledge and their time and just sit around the you know uh, the bonfire there or actually the campfire and uh, share uh, you know their experiences and 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 share their time with us uh, with uh, the Romans Warrior Foundation. That was so very, very cool uh, of those two. so I I believe I've made two friends for life now and I'm looking forward for the opportunity that I can fish with these guys in the future um, and just spend more time with them and get to know them better. So Josh Deal, Dan uh, Kraspinski, thank you guys so very much. Huge shout out to you. so. All right, so as we have gone through that, Coming up for 2023, still on the tournament side here, tournament fishing side. Um, our 2023 schedule, right now, what we know for sure is the Colorado Kayak Bassmasters have set their schedule. We are locked in for as many of those events as we can, um, which looks to be all but one. Um, the all-American kayak series has released their tentative schedule a couple of the places we're going there we won't know because they can't draw permits until January so we're pretty confident in what we what their schedule looks like right now but there could be some adjustments and we need to prepare for that um, depending on uh, what happens with that but our commitment to the all-American kayak series is is one that we feel very strongly about we are going to fish as many of those events as we can in 2023. Um, along with the ckb bass is yet to announce its schedule that's probably going to happen in december sometime we would like to pick up a couple of those events as well and fish in uh, in those just uh for the um the competition scene the the exposure of uh, fishing those and then if the if if pieces of a puzzle kind of come together for us on stuff that we're working on we'll uh we'll fill in with some of the colorado kayak fishing club events where we where we can on the fishing side that's a pedal only um and so we'll we'll just have to see there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to that for us from the tournament side of things so um again we love the club love the deal and respect their rules and and what they have And sometimes, you know, just things, you know, match up right, sometimes they don't. And so we'll just, uh, we'll deal with that as we get to it, and we'll see how that all pans out. Speaking of pieces of a puzzle coming together, we have been working very, very hard to effectively join Team New Canoe. Um, Now, we've been a pseudo member, if you will, uh, of Team New Canoe um, this past season, um, but now we're getting it more official. Uh, with that. One major piece that falls into play for us on that in, in an effort to be completely transparent is having an active dealer in your area. Now our dealer, uh, Rocky Mountain Fishing Kayaks, is a phenomenal dealer. It's just not a, uh, it's, it's, not a um, it's not a full-time dealer in regards to having team members on it, if that makes sense. They'll take care of any of your new canoe needs in the metro area that when you're looking for them there you can call them up. Uh, and they'll take care of you 100% there, get you the accessories that you need, get you the kayak that you need. Great knowledge. He knows his stuff inside and out. Matt does and uh, phenomenal there. But they're just not in a position to be able to fully support a team member, if you will. So it's put me in a kind of an odd situation here. So we're working on some stuff uh, right now to to accommodate uh, some of these things, and we're going to see what comes out of this at the end of the day. But we're hoping we get to announce a, a more robust position with New Canoe as a, as a new 2023 team member with them. And so, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to drop some more news here in the next coming uh, 30 to 45 days. We're also, you know, working on uh, a couple local uh, local companies to possibly, uh, you know, join on board with them in this in these same efforts. So we'll have to see how all that works out. Uh, one other piece that we are very proud to announce we, that we got uh, we have been uh, accepted into the select angler group of pure fishing. Um, this is kind of a big deal for us as Berkeley baits are something that we have used and used and uh, now we're, we get a chance to represent those. Pure Fishing, if you're unaware, they are a massive, massive company um, that is the mothership to brands like Abu Garcia, Fluger, Shimano, or no, I'm sorry, not Shimano, um, uh, Ugly Sticks. Uh, Berkeley i mean the the name goes the list goes on and on and so yes we are a part of pure fishing so you will be seeing some Berkeley stuff from us coming up here because that's something like i said we've used for quite a while and now we get to represent them properly of course uh, this past season couldn't have been done without vicious fishing uh, for us um, vicious helped us from the very beginning with the nonprofit profit piece um, we rely on Vicious Fishing Line for all of our, our angling needs out there. Um, that's one of those awesome, awesome smaller companies uh, that works their butt off to uh, to provide great product, great pricing, and amazing customer service. And so we're hoping to renew that with them for 2023 and, uh, and move forward into, into this next season. And then, of course, our long-time All-Terrain Tackle Blackfish Gear. Um, we've been with them the longest and through through uh, thick and thin through through hard times good times bad times you name it um all-terrain tackle we believe in their jig product that that all that finesse jig is what put the beat down of lewis and clark for us great great jigs um their inventory uh, situation they had after the COVID thing and the supply chain has been cured. They're back up and running there. Blackfish gear, of course, is our rain suit that keeps us dry when we're in the yak out there uh, all the time. Keeps the sun off of us with their sun uh, sun gear. Um, can't say enough for these guys, and clearly we'll be with them again for next season. Um, and they have, they too, have helped us with uh, with a couple of our events that we've gone on. Um, specifically with the warrior bonfire uh, program they helped donate some some jigs and some hats and some different swag and things which was super super awesome so the uh, that is the the list on the fishing stuff folks uh, we'll be having a lot more information to share with you on the fishing tip coming up uh, in the next you know episodes here uh, in season three and uh, we'll just kind of save for that so having said all that we need to change our hats Let's talk Romans. Romans Warrior Foundation, Warrior Field Ops. Man, what a year. Uh, What a super, super cool year. You know, when you expand and big things happen, there's a little danger that comes with it. A lot of times you can get so big that you fall outside the parameters of being manageable. There's been a lot that has gone into pulling the reins back on a few things, slowing a few things down, because we have just taken off like gangbusters, man. I'm telling you, it's been... Been amazing. Romans as an organization um, has moved its headquarters from Indiana down to uh, Alabama now, it looks like. Um, At least we have another division down there for sure. Um, And so it just continues as we are a national nonprofit. We cover the entire country. We have our certain divisions that are positioned throughout the country. The Warrior Field Ops, we're based out of Colorado. We'll go anywhere uh, on one of these events uh, if we have the connections and the logistics for it. But we're based right here in Colorado. Um, and it's our objective to get people out in kayaks, fishing, uh, get out on some camping trips here in Colorado, take on some hikes, maybe add in some mountain biking in there. And then of course golf, getting out golfing here in Colorado. These are, these are phenomenal uh, you know, activities that all fall under the auspices of recreational therapy. And that is exactly what we try to do with that. Um, The wall is coming. We were here last year with the wall and it's coming again. Veterans Day, November 10th through the 13th at Johnstown Shields. You don't want to miss this. Come join us out there. The wall, great. Uh, So the Global War on Terror's Wall of Remembrance will be on scene again. We're gonna have the David Codd Stop 22 race car on hand. We're gonna have some national recording artists with the Stop 22 tour are gonna be on hand. This is, these these are awesome, awesome events. You don't wanna miss this. I highly encourage you to come see the wall. Um, We've got a new version of the wall in the works for design and such. And so come see generation two wall here uh, while it's still being deployed around. it's, it's one of those things that you will remember it for a very, very, very long time. One side of the wall is the educate piece. It goes over the details of the global war on terror, fact-driven only, no opinions, no politics, no garbage, just factual information. The other side of the wall is the honor, uh, uh, honor side, where we honor those who we've lost. Um, and it's, it's a very moving, moving experience for sure. Um, so definitely come on out. We've also, with Romans, we've got a ton of other divisions that have been uh, that have been uh, getting much like the Warrior Field Ops. We've got our Hoosiers with Hearts Disaster Relief Team. What an amazing, amazing, cool thing those guys are doing uh, underneath the Romans banner. Um, what these guys are doing these are these are award-winning, world-class barbecue artists, if you will. Um, that basically, in the event of uh, the flooding situations that we've had, these things uh, that have taken place, any disasters uh, that, are, that are taking place in the country, these guys are deploying and feeding our first responders and those that need, uh, need some extra support, that are on scene working, feeding them for free, um, taking down you know, the, the trucks and, all, and water and, and food, and bringing this to these local areas so that these folks can focus on their work Um, what an amazing amazing group be watching close we'll definitely be having those guys on the podcast soon for an interview we'll talk with them uh, our brothers in arms out there running around the country doing doing that amazing work out there and i know we're adding a few more uh divisions in there so just uh stick with us here on the podcast and we'll we'll definitely be bringing more of that up to you so that you can see it uh, if you've been following our social channels and you know for a fact, the other big announcement we threw out there is that um, as I stated about the Colorado kayak Fishing Club, they uh, each year they donate to a, a local area nonprofit. This uh, new board that just came in just voted. They have chosen the Romans Warrior Foundation as their nonprofit recipient of their donation for 2023. So next year, um, our Warrior Field Ops Division will actually will be receiving some, some uh, donation from the, the Kayak Fishing Club. That comes from its members, the tournaments, member fees, uh, sponsors. That comes from all those things there. So this is going to be very, very big for the field ops as we're, we're still young and we're still needing to get resources put together so that we can, we ideally we wanna be running three to four events each month where we take some, take some folks out. Um, we don't do big, big groups. Um, we do that, that's by design, that's a curriculum build. We wanna make sure that we're connecting um, like-minded, like-experienced veterans first responders together, uh, creating those bonds and then of course getting them out into the outdoors so they can experience the health benefits of that. And that is the Colorado Kayak Fishing Club. What they have selected for us, uh, or what they have selected is, is our Romans Warrior Foundation piece. So we're, we're very, very uh, humbled with that and extremely excited about uh, that next year for sure. So we'll uh, stick with us there. and we'll, We've got a lot of interviews coming up with a lot of their members, uh, the Colorado Kayak Bass Ma- Master members. We've got some cool interviews on deck that we'll be releasing uh, in these episodes um, each week. To try to get make sure that we're releasing at least one week so folks that's going to bring us to the end of season two and our finale here again we can't thank all of you enough uh, for all of your support constantly we hope you find the the podcasts uh, entertaining informative um getting you up to speed here hopefully if you're driving down the road maybe you're listening to the audio only version of these things um we have a chance to, to, to do some live uh, stuff here and there, and we are going to probably, uh, you know, stretch our wings and give it a whirl, um, and uh, we're going to be incorporating also some of our, our Let's Talk About It feature, where we get a little bit more opinionated about certain topics. We're going to bring that stuff into the podcast for 2023 and for season three, um, just to uh, spark conversation, man. That's, that's what this is all about. Our focus here at the True Patriot Outfitters is to share our fishing experience with you, try to educate a little bit from the fishing side, and then also share the mission of the Romans Warrior Foundation um, and the work that we do with them. Um, We emphasize all the time about the separation between those two, uh, that my fishing stuff is something completely kept separate away from, you know, the, the Romans Warrior in regards to the business piece and the financial piece. Those two are not associated to one another. Um, but it is me uh, that is doing the work in between those two, and, and me sharing my experience on the water, and my experience at tournament fishing, sharing that with these veterans and first responders and these heroes and warriors, is something that brings them a lot of joy. They en- they enjoy the time with us out there, and that, to me, that is that has been our calling: is is that service to others. So. Last but not least, as we sign off here, I want to send a massive shout out to Mr. Brian Romans himself uh, and his beautiful wife and their their family, uh, their kids. Um, Without them, none of the work that we do on this would ever happen. Um, They're they're an amazing, uh, amazing family. Brian and Shannon um, are people that have dedicated their life to, to serving others uh, even sometimes when it when it you know comes at, a, at a, quite a price for them, you'll never hear about that. You never see that. Uh, all you'll see is the positive that goes on up there. But I can tell you, folks, firsthand, um, these are some of the, the the most amazing people that I've I've had the privilege and honor to to work next to and with. And I can tell you the, the loyalty that I feel towards them and towards Romans is is something that is is unmatched. Uh, we're, we're in this for the long haul one way or another. It's why we get so passionate when we start talking about looking for sponsors on uh, you know the fishing side because the fishing side allows us to do what we're gonna do, right? That allows me to do this full time. So the more that when we get sponsors on the fishing side of things, it's an indirect effect it has but what it does is it allows me to stay out there doing this full-time for a living. And my full-time job is, all, is, is you know, split 50-50 with performing work for Romans there. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do that without sponsors and help from companies out there. We would be forced to go back working a, a different corporate job of some sort and thereby cutting into all of our availability and time that we have to do these other special events. And so it's a, it's a symbiotic relationship out there. And that is, uh, that is what we're committed to. My family is committed to you know, whatever it takes to, to keep this going. Um, and uh, we're confident that, that we will f- continue to find other organizations that are willing to help us on this mission as we, as we move forward. But uh, to, to, to emphasize again, uh, the Romans, uh, Brian and Shannon and their kids, um, we love them to death. Uh, we can't thank them enough for everything they've done, uh, the opportunities they've provided, the work they provide to our nation's uh, families and heroes and warriors that are out there. It's unbridled, um, and uh, we're we are proud uh, Romans you know, uh, fans for sure, and uh, we will continue to carry this banner with with pride and uh, a fever, if you will, uh, towards uh, towards our future goals. So, folks. That's it for season two. Season three is going to be awesome. We've got great guests. We've got great content, all kinds of stuff. Stick with us. Subscribe, likes, follow, shares. Tell your your uncles, your brothers, your cousins, your sisters, everybody. Tell them about us. Get them over here. Um, If you want to see different content, if there's different topics you want us to cover, um, hey, hit me up. It might be in our wheelhouse. We might take a look at it. Like I said, we've got uh, we've got some ideas of some offshoot little spins that we might be doing here and there that are outside the podcast. Um, if we have the time, we're going to look into some of those, like some Colorado sport-generated uh, stuff, um, some some political stuff. We might even uh, venture into. Uh, you know, again, this will be separate from everything we do here. But uh, our first concern is right here at the podcast, man, is bringing bringing you stuff uh, from the nonprofit side, the veteran community. Uh, the fishing community and just talking about the news that's out there man that's uh, that's what we're here to do so folks as always and for the last time in season two tight lines be safe